0: Okay, we are live. So uh, today's team talk, we are doing the Oval Invincibles, so
1: Invincible means impregnable, indomitable. Invincible is applied to that which cannot be conquered in combat or war or overcome or subdued in any manner. Now, is that correct of this team in front of us? I'll hand
0: that over to you, Chris. They're over-invincibles. Yeah, let's let's see if that's true. Uh, so we're going to zip through all of the players and give you a bit of an idea of who they are. Uh, so the first one, uh, Sunil Narine. Uh, he kind of doesn't really need any introduction at this stage. He came, uh, he's from Trinidad and Tobago. He's a mystery spinner, um, and he plays in pretty much every franchise uh, cricket uh, organization that you can think of across the world. Um, Again, he he's got loads of loads of variations. He's going to be fantastic. Um, I found it an interesting fact about him. He is the only bowler uh, to have ever bowled a maiden in a T Twenty super over. Um, which that's
1: quite a specific stat, there isn't. It? There are yeah. many superovers well, going, but yeah, we have that's seen true. a couple. But I
0: mean, if if we if if there ever was a sport to find obscure stats, this is it.
1: Um, but uh, that was their first choice because he went for the top price of one hundred twenty-five thousand.
0: Yeah, and I I think he's going to be playing every match in this, um, and he's going to be he, he, yeah. He, he's also recently come into his own as an opening batsman, so he's probably got worth double the money and it's no surprise that he was one of the first people to get uh, to, to get smashed up uh, right so next on uh, Jason Roy like who's one of their like marquee players Jay Roy definitely yeah. will
1: be opening the batting
0: absolutely um, he uh, you know he doesn't really need me to explain much about him he's a uh, Devastating opening batsman Has been ripping teams apart Although you said to me That he's It's going
1: to be nice To see him just concentrating Next summer in England On the white ball I think last summer We tried him out As the opening batsman In the Ashes didn't go too well and it kind of knocked his confidence a bit so it's going to be nice to see him back where he belongs opening with the white ball and he just will smash it won't he i
0: i think he will and i think because were you saying in the he's had a fairly modest um a modest time on the white ball stuff recently but yeah he's um, in the
1: psl right now um and he's not had a standout innings he hasn't really um yeah. shone over there his team's not done that well so he's not had the best um super league out there so yeah he's definitely going to be looking forward to um to, the, to this competition I think he's got a lot to prove
0: excellent um, so yeah we'll, we'll skip on I think uh, Jason Roy is is already well known uh, Sam Curran who's their test player um, yeah he's all rounder generally he's a bowling all rounder he's a sort of a lower order slugger uh, in terms of his batting um, and he's always good he's got good moxie that's mm. what I always say he's got good moxie good word so. yeah it's it's it's, a, moxie, free, it's a very good way he's a him. <laughs> um, and it might, I found out something interesting. He's the youngest player um, to have taken a hat trick in the IPL, and he did that. Uh, it, was, it was last season or the season before. It was Good start. Yeah, I'm loving it. I'm, you're going to see a running theme here. I found a bunch of really obscure things, <laughs> <laughs> um, and that was for Kings Eleven against Delhi Capitals. Uh, he's also uh, the youngest son of the Zimbabwean cricketer Kevin Curran, and interestingly, uh, whilst he may sound uh, Zimbabwean or from that area of the world. Uh, he was uh, he's one of the uh, one of the three brothers he's the only one to have been actually born in England Um, so I thought that was just an interesting little factoid Um, but his brother Tom who we'll move on to now uh, was born in South Africa and then they were all raised on the farm in in Zimbabwe Um, again Tom Curran uh, he's like a he, for lack of a better description, he's, he's like a right-handed version of his brother. Yep. Um, well, that's both, not a bad thing, is it? No, they basically perform a similar function. Uh, they're bowlers uh, first and can do uh, provide lower-order hitting. Um, I think in tandem they're going to be really good, and they've played together since they were obviously since they were children, and also they play together at Surrey. Well, so. that's the
1: thing. There is a very much a Surrey lineup in this Overland box yeah. and if they've definitely gone for the local players with the local knowledge, that's going to be great as well.
0: Definitely. Um, so that's that. And uh, Sandeep Lamachani is one of their first international. Sandeep. Sandy uh Lamachani. Yes, um them. I, 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 I No, I double checked. Um but it's funny because when he, uh, he when he played in Australia in the Big Bash, uh he would be referred to as Lamachain, you know, Lamachain. Lammy. Um, yeah. So he's got uh, the nickname of the aeroplane, Lamachain the Aeroplane.
1: Because it rhymes. Uh, yes, that, obviously. Or he's also a pilot.
0: Well, I mean, he could be. He doesn't do the airplane stuff. He doesn't go all Imran Tahir on us if he takes wickets. But um, maybe with a nickname like that,
1: he needs to yeah. develop.
0: But he's he's a big uh, a big boon for them because uh, he's a Nepalese player. So he's not going to be going away doing international matches at all throughout this. Uh, he's also a franchise specialist. He's played in the IPL, CPL, PSL, uh, Big Bash. He's, uh, he's out at the PSL right now. Um, twirling his way through uh, another mystery spinner is a leg spinner first and foremost um, he's I think we're going to see an awful lot of him and I think that he's probably one of their big uh, their big players yeah. that's going to make a big impact on he's us. also
1: went for one of the top prices of
0: 100,000 so yeah, yeah. Uh, next up uh, Fabian Allen so he's a West Indian player he's Jamaican and um, he's got this bright blonde mohawk or he certainly did for a little while Love Um And he self-describes himself as a batting all-rounder. And I think that's probably a fair assumption. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I found this YouTube video. I often will mention a couple of these YouTube videos, and I'll put all of the links in the description on our YouTube. uh, Go check them out there. Um, For me, if I was trying to sum him up, he's like a young Andre Russell. Um, He doesn't bowl seam, he bowls spin. Um, But I think he's kind of that player. He's He's a big hitter probably more of a batting all-rounder than a bowling all-rounder, um, but his fielding, his catching is spectacular. Um, he, he has taken some absolute blinders in franchise competitions.
1: And that's super important in this match, obviously you've only got 100 balls, there's going to be a lot of slogging over the boundary for six, so even those catches on the boundary it's so important. So that one that you're talking about is a great example where he yeah. just literally throws himself in the air and catches it out of nowhere. Um, the field, yeah, fielding is so important in hundred as well. It's not just about about your ability with the bat or the ball. It's no. going to be um, the catching as well.
0: You're definitely right, and they've got a couple of players who are who are really going to um, earn their money being top being top top light fielders for them all. Um, so next up, we've got Sam Billings, uh, who is currently the Kent captain, uh, keeper batsman. Um, He's the only real out and out wicket keeper, mm. so I think that he's he's well he's definitely going to keep wicket for them um yeah. I think in terms of his batting, he'll be probably somewhere around the middle order, top to middle order.
1: He's fairly mm. solid, doesn't he, with the bat, and he's not afraid yeah. to swing it either. So I think, um, although he's got a cool head on his shoulders, he's definitely got the ability to 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 get a good strike rate up. So I think that's it. I think that's a sound pick for um, the Oval Invincibles.
0: I I found out it's actually it was a really quite sweet thing, and I thought it bears saying that um, he uh, he does a lot of outreach work, and he's one of the ambassadors for the Lord's as charity group. So I thought that was actually quite a nice it's quite a nice thing so So basically he's an all round
1: nice guy he
0: seems like a nice bloke and uh, he can also smash it to all parts but I think they'll definitely use him more as a kind of a finisher role so in the vein of Joss Butler A.B. de Villiers that way so he'll come in at the end when they need to just smash 30 off seven balls or something Um, uh, next up we're going to uh, more of the homegrown players now Um, Laurie Evans um, who has played in uh, a bunch of franchise games uh, he's an English player currently at Sussex um, and he's got a pretty decent average of uh, 32 um, and yeah he's played in the Bangladesh Premier League uh, where he top scored in the last one um, for his team he got 339 runs in 11 matches which is pretty, that's pretty, that's decent. pretty well going um, he can bowl a bit he bowls a bit of right arm scene but he doesn't really tend to um, and yeah, I, I think he's I think he's an interesting prospect, and I think uh, because he's a l- one of the older players on the team, I think his experience and his cool head will probably count will count for a lot. So I think he'll probably end up uh, playing a fair bit. Um, next up we've got Riley Russo one of the uh, one of the Colpac players that's playing with these guys um, and he's had a
1: good PSL this season
0: yeah he's been yeah. smashing it to all parts he's uh, a, more of a proper batsman and he usually comes in he usually bats at sort of four but he, he's going to be somewhere in the top order for this um, and he again bowls a bit but I really don't think we're going to see much of his uh, bowling uh, because they've, ju- they've, they've packed full of bowlers this team um, he's got a really strange quirk of doing little dances whenever he, like, if he makes big runs or if he hits a big six or something like that. Um, because I think, I was reading somewhere where he's actually a dancer and, um, this, again, I'll put this uh, link in the YouTube um, where he starts doing a little dance at the crease. Um, I would
1: love to see that. Uh, yeah. Okay, we'll, definitely... we'll find the videos. We'll put it, we'll, we'll put it on our Twitter page, <laughs> not YouTube. We'll get some links down. That'll be hilarious. Yeah.
0: Uh, so uh, Riley Russo, mainstay of the team. Uh, he's definitely going to be in the opening 11 and definitely going to be in the top order. Mm. Um, and speaking of... Um, a very uh, forthright batsman we're going to move on to will jacks now who is a young english player uh, only 21 and uh, he he's one of the, he's usually in the top order top to middle order um he describes himself as an aggressive player and I, I i must admit he was somebody that i didn't particularly know that well so i went and had a look and i watched a few of his knocks and i found one from 11 months ago it was a pre-season county championship warm-up against lancashire and he scored 125 balls. Whoa! Um, that's
1: yeah. insane. I was going to say, if you describe yourself as an aggressive player, you have to be able to back that up. So you <laughs> clearly did. He backed it up. That's
0: a 400 wow. strike rate. That's that's pretty crazy. That's
1: impressive.
0: Um, so yeah, I, I think it, I reckon we'll probably see him in the in the opening eleven. I think he's um, yeah, he's he's an exciting prospect, and this is really a great opportunity for him to showcase himself and say, look, hey, this is what I can do. Um, Moving on, uh, Hardest Yoon. I came across Hardest Yoon first because I was watching um, England v South Africa a few years back, and um, Hardysville Yoon uh, only uh, ever played one test, and it was in England against England. And uh, his first wicket was off his first ball, and you'll never guess who it was.
1: I know. Could you talk? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Can I?
0: go for it Sir Alistair Cook Sir Alistair Cook he knocked over a knight of the realm Um, (laughs) how dare he how dare he Um, but no he's uh, he's one of those guys who's very like he's Tim Bresnan-esque in that um, he's quite big quite a big stocky bloke bowls a very heavy ball and I think he's gonna tie people up Um, he's uh, uh, for me for my money he's gonna be one of the opening bowlers Um, and Interestingly, I, I found that he's uh, he's married to uh, the South African captain or ex-South African captain Fafdi Plessy's sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you told me this. I <laughs> you know, know was what you're going to say. Really. The um, most hilarious interview. Yeah. Um, it's uh, Fafdi Plessy was getting interviewed for this. Uh, it was a South African T20 competition, and the interviewer said to him, "So why isn't Hardest Viljoen playing today?" And Fafdi Plessy just looked him <laughs> dead in the eye and said, "Because uh, he's in bed with my sister." <laughs> Um, so, yeah, I, that was good. At least like, he has a sense of humour Yes, it. a very dry <laughs> sense of humour. Um, cool, uh, let's move on. Reece Topley. Uh, Reese Topley is... He's in and around the England squad. He is uh, more often in the one-day side than not. Uh, I, I don't think he's ever really been considered for test cricket. For my money, he's a very skillful bowler and he's left-handed. And that's good for providing variations. But... He's not express pace and in Test cricket that's you know that's the um, that's the golden touches if you bowl 87 miles plus and Reese Topley is one of those bowlers that's sort of mid 70s to early 80s that kind of range yeah um, very handy bowler uh, got a lot of variations and uh, I think I reckon it, he and Hardestville Yo will probably open the ball in to get it as, okay. a, as a combination um, right uh, moving on uh, Alex Blake. So, uh, he's a middle order batsman for Kent, left-handed. Um, again, another seasoned player, so he's he, we can put him in the camp with Laurie Evans. Um, he's in very high regard for his fielding as well. Um, and, you know, I was looking back through him, he had a very big year in 2015, and since has not, not necessarily hit those heights again. Um, for my money, I don't think he's going to be in the starting 11, mm. necessarily. Um, I, I, I think he's going to be on the bench for the first match and will be used more and more as, as it goes along. Um, Chris Wood, the next guy. Uh, so um, he's a left-hand bowler. He's got a really nice, tall, high action. Um, the left-handers, again, it's people are after variation. They want mystery spinners, left-handers, anything that's going to disrupt batsmen.
1: Anything he's going to go in place of Sam Curringman? when Sam goes to his England duties.
0: I think so, yeah, because it's a kind of a like-for-like replacement. And um, yeah, um, it, it was interesting. I found out an, 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 a fun little stat about Chris Wood is that he's Hampshire's all-time leading wicket-taker. Um,
1: which is which which awesome. a shame in one way, because actually he's just recently announced his retirement from, from test cricket with Hampshire because he's had a couple of injuries over the past. But that's no bad thing for the white ball because he can just focus on that. And actually last season no one took more first over wickets in the T20 blast than Chris Woods wow. so I think he's a steal for the Overland Sports yeah. he went for 40k um, as you say he can replace Sam Curran when he goes off for England duties but the first over wickets are super important in this uh, yeah because it, t- it
0: ties people down it doesn't let them get off to a I fly think he's one to
1: watch for sure
0: definitely um
1: and just to mention as well I think we've finished All the, finished well, all the well moves, We have one, one more left.
0: We have uh, We have the indomitable uh, Nathan Sauter Who's left Who's a Middlesex player Who's a leg spinner um, Aussie Bourne um, His bowling average Is a little bit high um, Not Devastatingly so It's around about 30 um, He got his best List A figures Last year against Essex um, Which was I think it was a 6 For something Um I again, he's another player who he's he knows homegrown conditions, so I think he'd be useful. But we have a leg spinner and a mystery spinner, a spinner in uh, Sunil Narayan and Sandeep Lamichhane already, who are international players. They're almost certainly going to be in the opening in the first match opening eleven. So I think Nathan Souter is going to be one of those players that is going to miss out until it until it's until the uh, conditions uh, are necessary. So, you know, that time of year uh, playing in Cardiff or maybe even playing at the Oval uh, where it might demand having a bunch of spinners, um, I think that's when he comes in.
1: And just a shout out to the coach. They've got Tom Moody coaching them from Australia and he's had a lot of experience in the shorter formats of the game. He just came fresh from the IPL. Last season he was coaching the Sunrisers Hyderabad. And uh, so there's a lot of lot of um, experience around the world doing this sort of formats, um, and I think that sort of overall, we've discussed that the Oval Invincibles are going to be quite well protected from losing the England players. We yeah. think possibly only Sam Curran will be the one that, that goes to the Test camp or the Test series against Pakistan. Yes, and so um, it probably shouldn't... not Sam Billings. So actually, they're quite well protected. Yeah, I
0: think so because it won't really affect the one day players like Sam Billings, like Tom Curran, uh, Jason Roy. Um, with all of these guys so actually I think that that is a big positive for them in um, terms
1: of their attack they're definitely more spin orientated with the bowling attack
0: yes they don't have an out and out fast pace bowler um, but I think that's probably conducive to the oval I think yep. the oval takes spin um, so uh, right let's, let's have a little thought what, what do we think in terms of a starting 11 like what do you reckon if you know if someone asked you what is their starting 11 going to be
1: well I definitely would open with J-Roy
0: definitely absolutely I think i goes without saying um, like we say he's probably going to be there for the majority of the um uh, the contest because mm. uh, he's not involved in the tests local seasons.
1: boy big hitter you let's know. just hope he's, he's in form um, he'll definitely be right to go with this competition so I definitely think he will open the question is who will open with him I think Riley Russo is a, a good shout to open with him
0: yes I think so Um, he tends to bat sort of four but because this is not T20s it's even shorter I think he might get moved up the order a little bit mm. the only other option is Sunil Narine because he, he has opened in the IPL before and he's made him a bit of a name for himself mm. do, doing that being kind of back in the old days of a kind of pinch hitter. He's um I, I think I'm more inclined to agree that I reckon Riley Russo will open with so, Jason Roy. So say
1: we did Jason Roy, Riley Russo open, Sunil Narin at number three, potentially. Uh, yeah. Would you put in Sam Billings number four?
0: Yes, I think so. Um but I I think Sam Billings let on the card will be number four, but he might he might come in a little earlier, a bit, a bit later yeah. because He's one of the three C's, their three hundred and sixty cricketer. So I think that he's probably going to come in and uh, do what Josh Butler does for England, just come in and finish it off. Uh, but do we that we do
1: have quite a few middle order players in this lineup, don't we? Yeah, so. and I,
0: I think this is why it's quite difficult to put yeah. them in, in order. Um, uh, so We've got Alex Blake. Yeah, um, you know even
1: Sam Curran does back quite high as well.
0: Yeah, he does. So, uh, for for me, I reckon Fabian Allen's probably going to be t- more towards the top. I reckon he's going to be a four or five. Yeah. But I want to throw in Will Jacks because I reckon Will Jacks, um, he's been working his way towards being a top order, and he's very inspired by KP. Yeah. And so I think that he'll probably want to be around four. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I reckon this this is what we're going for for the top for me for the top five is uh, Jason Roy, Riley Russo opening uh, number three. We'll go for Sonny on the Rhine. Four, uh, we'll go for Sam Billings. Five, we'll go for Fady and Alan. So that's your top five. Mm. Um, then I reckon we're probably gonna see someone like I would. I think Laurie Evans is gonna pip Alex Blake personally. Okay. So Laurie Evans at six. Um, so then we've got seven, eight, nine, ten, Jack. So uh, then we're gonna have the the Curran brothers. Yeah. Um, um, Tom. At seven and eight. And then 9, 10, 11, we're going to have Sandy Blanchani, uh, probably at number nine. Um, and then Hardestville Yearn, and Reese Topley. And that's, that's my call for the, for their 11. Um, so, yeah, that's... Uh, Fairly whatever. decent lineup we have there. I, I think so. So, um, if we had to sum the Oval Invincibles up in terms of how we think they are, in terms of the rest of the competition, and where we think they're going to get, what do we reckon?
1: I'm not sure... Constitutes an invincible army, right. um, <laughs> as the name suggests. But I think a solid, solid all-round lineup.
0: Yeah, they, they are. It's it's a team of all-rounders, and especially that that's going to be so useful if if Plan A doesn't work, they have a glut of Plan Bs at their disposal. Time to tell. Absolutely. Okay, so uh, that's the Oval Invincibles. Great time. We will see you on the next one.